Well, welcome back to the 831 Living Your Best Life podcast. And this week, we're celebrating the World Alpine Ski Championships in Cortina di Ampezzo in Italy, where the Olympics will be, and also Alpine Canada, which is celebrating its 100th anniversary. And we're also answering the questions that you've written me and people have sent me over the years of the thousands of kids that I've worked with. And today's question is, how do you change your self-image or someone else's? I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, and I hope you're inspired and empowered and passing it on to others. Let us know how we can help you with the challenges you have. That's what I've been doing for the last 25 years of my life, helping other people be the best they can be and live the best life they can. And I'm here to help you. So please write me and let me know how I can help you. Ed Hunter, not a relative of mine, was a well-known filmmaker and TV personality in Calgary. He came to tell the story of the CFCN Ski Meister Ski School at Happy Valley Ski Hill on the banks of the Bow River. It was the last day, race day, hundreds of kids, each hoping to be selected to become a Ski Meisters. The Ski Meister Ski Club had high standards, and only a few earned the distinction of Ski Meister, one who had mastered the sport. He did not know any of the kids, and his goal was to tell the story of the kids that would go on to racing or those that would go back through the ski school to learn more about how to ski. He didn't know me. I didn't know him. He knew nothing of my past history and the accident that I had when I was 10. I was at the hill alone, and I was a little slow because of the accident, so appeared different to everyone. The difference was great enough that most treated me as if I was handicapped in some way. I was broken and trying to get back to what I was. I was emotional with unpredictable behavior, and kids made fun of me. Most had no patience with me. It was not that my parents didn't care. Dad had to stay on the dairy farm to take care of the cows, and Mom would drive there on the weekends to visit him. My older sister attending university drove me to and from the hill, and I was emotionally angry and upset and just a handful to handle. I was also driven and driving everyone crazy with my dream of becoming this Olympic skier. I was pushing myself to step into the room of ski racing. I wanted to make a room for myself. I raced, and Mr. Ed Hunter filmed. I was sitting at the back of the day lodge at the end of the day, and he was setting up to film the awards. I was the kid from Saskatchewan, the dumb kid, the slow kid, the kid they laughed at. I had non-racy ski clothing and wore a motorcycle helmet inviting additional hurtful comments. No one else wore helmets then. I was the clown of the club. Ed, he didn't see that. He saw me sitting alone and asked me questions. Do you like the camp? Where are your parents? And many others. I answered slow because of the effect from the accident when I was 10, and he stayed and waited for my answers. He knew I was alone. And he asked questions very carefully. He sensed the disappointment in my results, but he didn't see that. Instead, he looked at me and he was very kind. Then it happened. I heard what he said and it changed everything. He said, I'm telling a story that this camp is here for future Olympians to start. Every youngster must have their first race. So this is your first race. This is their first race. It didn't matter where you finished. What mattered is future Olympian. You could be national champion or world champion or Olympic champion someday. He spoke to me, not at me. He said that he knew 
that I knew now where I was. He'd asked me the same question that Coach Pierce had asked me. What would happen if you went on to racing? Well, next race, I'd try to finish 168th. I still have those race results. I wonder why 168 boys ahead of me, all with more experience and history and a better start and equipment, did not go to the games. I often wonder, wonder what was going through their mind. I was the oldest kid there and told I would never make it because it was too late. I had to find a way to make up those six years. And then I realized that when Ed Hunter walked into my life and walked into my room of trying to push my way into that, that it made it better. You see, I grew up without television. My mom's friend had one, and we were invited to their place for supper. And Mr. Hunter had told me that it would be on that night. So I told my mom, and I said, could we possibly watch CFCN and see if I'm on this program? We watched, and in the narration, there it was again. He said, future Olympians. Seeing my peers skiing, I had a flash of insight. I went out and bought a brownie Instamatic camera. I learned to develop and print black and white pictures. I built a dark room in the basement, and I started to take pictures of all the racers that raced ahead of me, the ones in the first seed that were going to win. I was in the last seed, so I had lots of time. And then I went to the gatekeeper that was there near the start, and I said, would you take my picture when I come out of the gate? Sure enough, every race, I took pictures, developed them, and laid one negative on top of the other and could see the difference in my technique. From 169th in that first race to first, four years later, one frame at a time, one race at a time. Ed Hunter is one of the 831 kind people that made a difference. His one response was kind words that gave me liberty to fly. He did not see my liabilities. I... Can't thank Ed Hunter enough for walking into my room and making it better. You change self-image by the way you speak to others, and in turn, it changes yours. I say this to coaches. Liberate the listener to inspired performance. To parents, lift your child's spirits with a desire to grow. To athletes, you should have lips that should reveal your confident perspective for yourself and others. And to leaders... Leaders lead followers to a limitless vision of what they can become. My quote for the day comes from my mom. She always used to say to me, son, you should never enter or leave a room that is not better for you having been there. Ed Hunter made my room of ski racing a whole lot better because he inspired me not only in his words, but with the vision to take pictures and study technique before videotape and video cameras even existed. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you've been listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast. I hope I've inspired and empowered you today and that you will download the program, subscribe, and click on like and send it to others and let us know how we can help you. My personal dare today is to ask you to liberate, lift, and lead with your lips, inspiring 8 to 31 people in every room you enter today. Your challenge? Eight minutes of this podcast, and then eight minutes on liberating somebody, eight minutes to lift somebody, eight minutes to lead somebody, 
and eight minutes to use your lips to speak life and empowerment into eight lives. I hope you will have grown before we meet next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.